You're listening to Love Your Shelf, the best librarian podcast in the extensive and highly competitive field of librarian podcasts. Hello. Hello. Well, we're back. Once again, we had a couple of weeks off. Y'all know us by yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We get it together a couple of times a month, usually yeah. at least. Our hearts are in the right we, place. <laughs> we shoot for weekly and we get bi-weekly and I'm not, I mean, hopefully you're not mad at us about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. If you are, let us know, <laughs> but say it nicely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Always want feedback, but you know, couched in, in flattery. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, only. <laughs> well, so I think what we're going to do is... Since we're right up at the end of the year, mm-hmm. we're gonna go back and do as everybody does yes. and do a, a a retread of all of the stuff that we've really liked. Maybe some things that we would tell you to skip on. If, yeah, yeah. If you haven't seen them or read them or heard about them yet, I think that's that information is just as helpful. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I like it when somebody tells me, "No, you don't not even worry work. about it." Yeah. <laughs> and there's so many things now. As I was going through, like it's just. Nuts. It really is bonkers how much there is in terms of from fiction and nonfiction to uh, YA, and then you get into shows and movies and podcasts, and it's just, oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, even I was looking at my favorite picture books of the year, I mean, that alone, and I I mean, there were some that I was like, there's no way this came out this year. Yes. That was years ago. Oh, yeah. (laughs) No, I I was going through, and just to remind me, I was looking through my notes, and then I was looking through... Goodreads, and I was looking at um, you know other best mm-hmm, ofs and stuff, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Wow, yeah, that was yeah a year ago. That's mm-hmm. insane." So we'll do a little dive backwards, and uh, next time on the next episode, we'll talk about the stuff that we're looking forward to. Yes, there's also a ton of that, so um, buckle up. Yep, this may last a while. Yep, we're gonna sift through as yes. best we can. So the first, and I think we've already talked about it, um, but I, I want to bring up because it we've just been uh, watching it the past couple of weeks. Yeah, is the limited series on HBO mm-hmm. Station Eleven, mm-hmm. and um, of course, if you're listening to this, you probably recall uh, in 2018 mm-hmm. Station Eleven was our chosen book for the Big Read. Mm-hmm. And we had a month-long series of events that were related to that book and a lot of fun stuff. And it was our, it was only our second big read ever. And so it has a special place in our hearts. Yeah, that was just before I, so I started here January 2019. So y'all had just wrapped up your Station Eleven stuff. Yes. And now that I've been a part of the big read for three years now, oh my gosh. (laughs) Um... Yeah, I'm just like, now that I know, like, what goes into it um, and what kind of things come out of it, I'm really sad I missed uh, The Big Read that year. Yes. I adored that book. I feel like I know what you're about to say, but I really am loving the series so far. So, yeah. Oh, yes. 100%. They, if you're, if you're a purist, I will say this. Yeah. You know, and I'm not one, but I know a lot of people are. A lot of readers have very strong feelings about the books that they love. Yeah. And they don't want people messing with them. Mm-hmm. This one's been messed with. Yeah. A little bit. Um, I think that the the heart of the story, the main characters, they're all there. Totally. Um, it's just kind of presented in a little bit different way. Yeah. Most of most of which I can 
get on board with. I think, I mean, I think they do, I don't know, are beneficial on screen. There are a few like minor things. I was kind of like, yeah. 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 But. Yeah. There's, there's always the challenge of taking something from the page to the screen mm-hmm. where we, when we've talked about this with this series in particular, there's a couple of things that are, are in the novel that would be really hard to get across right. just through images and stuff. So um, I can totally see why. And the uh, the writer and creator of the series is Patrick Somerville, and um, he also wrote uh, Maniac, which was a really cool uh-huh. limited series, and then The Leftovers mm-hmm. and Made for Love. That's right, that's right. And Made for Love is on my list of of best of of the year, which that's another one that was, seems like it was a thousand years ago. But... I, yeah, I missed that one. Yeah. So. Oh, it's... Okay. It's worth it. Yeah. It's pretty wacky. I should have brought a notebook because I always get ideas from you. Like... <laughs> I'll give you my notes. Okay. <laughs> but um, there's also a podcast with Patrick Somerville about the series. Cool. Which I haven't started yet, but and I kind of want to – I'll probably yeah. go back to it once the series is over. Yeah. Um, yeah. So survival is insufficient mm-hmm. is the tagline and the episode title of the first episode. And so they – it's just brilliant. Yeah, it. it really is. And I was kind of worried that, um, like, I know that some people with COVID, <laughs> their way of coping was to watch, like, watch and read all of the um, <laughs> pandemic stories. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Like, I was the opposite. I mean, I've, I've avoided, I've avoided all of that mm-hmm. um, until revisiting um, the Station Eleven series. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I was able to handle it but I love the story so much and I know it's gonna happen um maybe that had something to do with it right right yeah yeah I mean it was I mean we really have talked about it the last couple of years but when we chose station 11 and uh I don't think we had even announced it but we'd chosen the book Uh and we were starting the grant process and (laughs) the newspaper headline the next day was flu pandemic oh, has gosh. hit and of course we were like oh you know that's crazy but that was the flu pandemic of 20 <laughs> whatever so cute. yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah it came back again obviously yeah to bite us but it, well, uh, we yeah. thought it was really ironic at the time but totally oh my god I mean that's hilarious <laughs> we got our extra helping of irony <laughs> on that one. Oh. um so then there's another series that I've been in enjoying recently uh, Mythic Quest. It's mm-hmm. it's funny. It's uh, Rob uh, McElhaney from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yes, he's the main character and like the producer, mm-hmm. and he plays like this creative director of a video game. Okay, and or, like a computer game. Uh huh. And so it's real nerdy. I it's know a what comedy. You're talking about yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but there was I just finished watching the I guess it's in the third season or no I think it's just two okay but I finished them and so I wanted to bring that up as as if you're into that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. it then it does some really inventive things like there's a uh like a flash sideways episode Uh, flashback kind of uh uh, adjacent to the main story Mm -hmm. I don't know if that sounds intriguing to you (laughs) but trust me at first I was like Am I watching a different show? This is yeah. one of those that like yeah. cut to something else. Um, sometimes then I hate you find that. Up. Sometimes yeah. I love it. Yeah, it worked out for this one, cool. I think. But definitely, 
you what know, is it on? What service, streaming service? Uh, Apple Plus, cool. I think. Yeah. Cool. And then I, there's some others that are maybe a little more iffy. These are just recent ones. Okay. So I want we'll to mention into, them, like, then we'll get into our we'll blessed get nostalgic of. after yeah. this. Okay. <laughs> um, so I watched Don't Look Up, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Adam I McKay film. Did too. <laughs> uh, with Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence mm-hmm. and uh, Meryl Streep and like everybody. Kate Blanchett. Yeah, 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 yeah. And... I don't really know what to say about I it. I know. It was funny. Yeah. Um, I didn't but, dislike it. Right. I, I also didn't love it. Yes. It would be really hard to love that I film, know. I yeah. Think. I think that's what it is. I mean, I don't know. Is Can I just say, it made me feel kind of weird. <laughs> Can that just be my... Yes. Makes you it feel was weird. entertaining and made me feel weird. I think <laughs> part of it is that it's... The humor is pretty broad. Yeah. Um... And it's, you know, a parody. Yeah. But it's so really real. It's not enough of a parody. It, yeah, like, it I think that's what it is. Because because you couldn't go further out the, no. the, of a parody than this. So it was just, it was really real, supposed to be a parody, but too close to home. Yeah, yeah. So if anybody doesn't know, it's um, Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence are some are scientists who discover a comet um, on its way directly to earth (laughs) and we have six months until it hits and um no one will listen to them (laughs) essentially and um like i was telling somebody maybe it was even you that like had this movie come out even five years ago it would have been fully hilarious you know what i mean yes because we were still thinking oh something like that so far yeah removed and and people people you know trust science and all that kind of stuff (laughs) No, I'm just like we're all we're, dead. What's going <laughs> yes. Um, yes. So take that. Yes. For what? Yes. Whatever. Yeah. Take, however yeah. you want. Yeah. However you want. Um, it's worth watching. I think. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> a couple of things that are maybe not worth. So I, I pandemic watched The Witcher, um, the first okay. season la- the year last year. <sighs> okay. You're the third person to bring that up in the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. One person who brought it up was a girl who worked at Ollie's, and she was <laughs> very passionate about it. And she clearly had no coworkers to talk to her, <laughs> talk to about it. So she was like telling me and my sister, "You guys watch it and then come back here, and we'll talk." I was like, "I can't let that not, promise." Not, yeah, that's not gonna happen. But anyway, okay, I'm interested to yeah. So we talk about it more. I kept, as I was watching it, so season two just right, came out. Right, right, It's on Netflix. It stars um, Superman. Um, yeah. And it, it, for the longest time, I was like, what is this reminding me of? It just uh-huh. seemed derivative. And then this last season, I realized what it was. What is it? I don't know if you remember the TV shows... Hercules uh-huh. and Xena Warrior uh-huh. Princess. I really That's do. what this show reminds me of. <laughs> The level, the acting level, Ooh, the okay. the like costumes and makeup, because that was the nineties. It was, it was super <laughs> cheesy. I mean, I I I actually kind of loved Xena. Yeah, but um, well, and I don't mind some cheese, you know. Yeah, but it only like this. The Witcher only has, like, and this is maybe controversial opinion, but yeah. I mean, the marginally better effects and stuff than what that old TV show had that came on in the middle of the night. Right. Like, <laughs> I just, I couldn't with it. it Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. 
I I wouldn't I would not necessarily it recommend. It feels like a lot. I mean, when you go to Netflix, they have all, they have the series, but then they have all these other like I don't I can't really tell what it is if it's just kind of promotional. Like oh, I don't interviews even know. with people. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It was. Like I have not explored that a lot of um, yeah scrolling. Yeah, it's pretty cheesy. Okay. Uh, and then I um, started, or I watched like half of an episode of Cowboy Bebop. Uh, we did the same thing. Which apparently, I was just talking to a friend um, about it right after I watched yeah. it. And he was like, yeah, it already got canceled. I know, that's what Nick said. <laughs> yeah. and Nick, lo- he's not even, I wouldn't call him an anime fan. Um, he watched like um, Avatar, mm-hmm. and then he also, he watched the original Cowboy Bebop anime series and mm-hmm. loved it. Was so excited for this and poor thing. Oh, Just man. wouldn't, yeah. Well, I mean, the soundtrack was kind of like fabulous, 60s. Mm-hmm. Um, Harold from Harold and Kumar yeah. got ripped for this. Yep. You know? Yeah, he did. He looked pretty but, good. But, I mean, but that was pretty much I know. the best things I can say I know. <laughs> Didn't pull me in because I, no. I liked the way it looked um i don't know i wanted it to be good yes yeah Mm, not so much and then there's a series actually came out a couple of years ago um and i can't even remember what where it was streaming but it's called how to build a girl Mm -hmm. and it's based Mm -hmm. on a book by that title by um caitlin moran which I liked, and she's uh-huh. written other books um, since then, a lot of memoir. Okay. Um, how to be a woman, uh-huh. how to be famous, uh-huh. <laughs> um, things like that. And she's like a essayist, memoirist, music critic early in her career, and she's kind of fabulous, but um, the series, was, it's about her as a, mm. as a young woman. Okay. Not so great, but... Um, We'll move on from that one. But, <laughs> but Caitlin Moran, if you're into, like, that kind of, like, um, before the, before, like, the pejorative term, girl boss. Yes. That's, she was, <laughs> she was sort of, in, like, the one who was cool. writing okay. that kind of yeah. stuff. So let's get into the best of. Looking at the year. Yep. 2021. And I was, I don't know, I'll start with books. And uh, there are a few, and there were some that I went back and I, again, like I thought, wow, that I didn't realize that was just this year. Yeah. But um, Clara and the Sun by Katsuo Ishiguro. Mm-hmm. Um, sad, mm. lonely, mm-hmm. depressing, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just gonna keep going with the adjective. <laughs> I feel. <laughs> I mean, I get the feel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's about. It's really kind of hard to describe. It's it's kind of a um, speculative fiction, hmm. and it's about um, like an AI robot. Basically, in this universe, the um, every child is like assigned. And a friend mm. that's an AI, like a. I remember this. And so Clara is, she's like the it starts out and she's in the store, mm-hmm. waiting for somebody to pick her, mm-hmm. and just right there, like that is just. So the only thing that she can see is like, a little portion of the outside, and like you know so anyway. And she gets to be in the window, but then they move her away from the window. Aww. And so that's usually, like, meaning that she didn't get picked. Oh, so she's never going to get picked. she's not going to get picked. Yeah. yeah. So <sighs> just really gut-wrenching and also, you know, has that fantasy element. Yeah, of, yeah. Um, 
very highly regarded book. Cool. And we've talked about these several times, but we, we still are recommending them to people. Um, there's sort of three books that we read this past year about Final Girls. Oh, yes. And Final Girls Support Group by Grady Hendrix, Final Girls by Riley Sager, and My Heart is a Chainsaw by Stephen Graham Jones. Still need to read the last Heart is a Chainsaw. That's... I think it's the best. Yeah? No, I know. It's, it's definitely the best Amazing. One. Cool. Um, really, really good. All mm-hmm. of them. And, like, the concept, it's just funny that they all... You know, like came out like yeah. why does this why yeah. did this become a thing for everybody to write novels it's about so that? interesting well and it kind of reminds me i'm going slightly off topic but like i mentioned to you yesterday that whole um i read an article about why mary bailey is the true hero of <laughs> it's a wonderful life <laughs> yes. and it kind of makes me think of that same thing just sort of looking at like looking at these women that are a part of these stories and mm-hmm. like what is that really like i mean let's yeah well, so what the, are they, they really going through exactly it's flipping the yeah. script and yeah. looking at something from a different point of view. Yeah. So it's timely in that sense, for mm-hmm. sure. And in case you haven't followed what we're talking about, Final Girl is, as a film term, basically, mm-hmm. um, be- because in horror films, I mean, almost down to uh, a one, like mm-hmm. you, could, you could go through like the most famous horror films, there's usually a girl at the end who has somehow eluded the... Uh-huh the killer, whatever, the monster. Yeah. And, um... Has you know, survived. Survives. Lives happily ever after, right? Right. Wrong. Right. <laughs> it's rough to be the final girl. Yeah, right? yeah. It turns out there's a lot of trauma that comes from that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, and so, uh, one thing I thought that was interesting, like you talking about these movies these that are so specific, um, I was thinking about Final Girl Support Group, and I realized that some, if not all, of the women, like, their stories, I think, are loosely based on... Film series. Yeah. yeah. I mean, one was like, okay, this girl from Texas, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You know, uh, right. this one that happened at a camp, right? Right, yeah. So, yeah. anyway. Yeah, there's definitely was... Halloween, Friday the 13th. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember what else. But I know, there's, yeah, They're all, they all are derivative. Yeah, yeah. And not in a bad sense. Mm-hmm. Not derivative. No, like, no, I mean it's like I mean this is sort of a it's a character, it's a trope and yeah. um, and, I, and I too I think that I I like being a film buff. I like books and movies that where there's a love for the other form of media. Yeah. So totally. It's this is this book is written for film nerds. Yes. It's like so that you know you can you can read it if you're not. Yeah. There's plenty of like action and stuff happening and intrigue. Absolutely. But you also get the payoff if you know all of the stuff about these films yeah. that you can pick up on all of these yeah. things that you know or that they're drawing from. Yeah. I've thought a lot about that about Final Girl Support Group since I read it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. Holly, yes. uh, those are all great. And a couple of those were not written this year, but we read them this year. So oh, we'll yeah. make that okay, caveat. Yeah. Not all of these have been published in 2021. but We're making the rules, folks. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, another book that I really liked um, is written by Patrick Somerville, who we were just uh-huh. talking about, The Universe in Miniature in Miniature. And... I'm just going to leave it there. I think if, <laughs> if that sounds good to you, pick it up. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Metafiction, you know, contemporary dealings with stuff. If that sounds like you would, something you would want to read, read that. Cool. Good. Uh, then there's a graphic novel by Alison Bechdel called um, Secret to Superhuman Strength. <laughs> and Alison Bechdel is like a uh, 
writer, um, cultural critic. Mm-hmm. And when we talked about this before in one of the previous episodes, I mentioned that in film, again, this is like another mm-hmm. film geek tie-in, um, the Bechdel test is is like a rating system for films. Um, if they pass the test, then it's it's considered that the film is um, more considerate of female characters. Oh, okay. So the Bechdel test is basically, yes, is yeah. there a scene in which two women are talking to each other mm. and they're not talking about a man? Yeah, yeah, that count, that's, <laughs> right. yeah, that's included. <laughs> and if you start looking for things like that, Oof. especially in older films, uh, it's real hard to find. Uh, <laughs> I imagine I'd be, yeah, pretty let down. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, but in this book, she's writing about her... Um, Basically, like, her health and how she has used different kinds of, like, activity um, to care for herself, to care for her mental health, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I, that's the best way I can think to describe okay. it, but yeah. but it's really thoughtful and, and smart. Yeah. And uh, another book that I really liked was The Anthropocene Reviewed by John mm-hmm. Green. Basically, he takes these, like... Um, major breakthroughs and and concepts and ideas and then gives them like a review of four stars five stars or whatever nice um so it's it's smart and (laughs) like you know you actually get a ton of information but it's also cheeky and yeah and fun i love it yeah and then the final one i'll mention is um and again we know that there were lots more there's lots more out there that could be on this list yes yes um, but Never World Wake by Marisha Pessel is one that I talked about on a previous episode. And it's, um, she, like, oh, maybe probably 15, close to 20 years ago, mm-hmm. wrote her first book as, like, a very young woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was Special Topics in Calamity Physics okay. was the name of that book. <laughs> and so she got real famous really young. And then she's written several books since then. Uh, but Never World, World Wake is hard to say. Oh, my gosh. It's I know. Also, <laughs> I was going <laughs> to. But it's, um, it's, it's another, like, speculative fiction, fantasy kind of fiction uh-huh. um, about this group of friends that kind of get stuck in this moment in time. And they have to figure out how to get I out of it. I remember you talking about this one, too. Yeah. And then, so is there any, any books or anything that you want to bring up for this year before we go into um well movies looking and shows. at um i i didn't do you know i didn't make notes like you yes did. i know i'm, <laughs> I'm just bringing this on you no like, no no no, no. but um i was just kind of thinking about like looking at juvenile fiction i think i would say my and i these were not published in 2021 but mm-hmm. i read them in 2021 i really loved um it's a i don't know if it's a ser- is it a series if it's two books uh, maybe. For some reason. <laughs> just, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe it has to be three at least. I know. That to me, I was going to say it feels like it's... Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. This is Companions. a two-part... Yeah, these are companion books. Um, the first one is um, The War That Saved My Life, and the second part is The War I Finally Won. Um, just lovely, lovely books, and I've thought a lot about them since I've read them. Um, I actually listened to them, and they were really, really um, wonderful to listen to, so... They were so sweet. Really sweet, wonderful stories. 
the one that you were talking about yesterday that we we were looking at yesterday. Oh, yeah, my picture books. Oh, my gosh. It was so cute and smart. It's a, it's a, so it's a picture book called um, The Little Wooden Robot and, oh, goodness. Now I'm is it a log wood princess? Or? The little, it's a, <laughs> it's a wooden princess and a log, or a wooden robot and a log princess. Yes. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, it's a picture book and it's a fairy tale that I think we didn't know we needed. And it is, <laughs> yeah, it's so original and sweet and thoughtful and um oh my gosh I read it at story time today and I wasn't sure because it was a little longer than what I normally read and so I wasn't sure if it would hold attention and um it did pretty well like they were at one point somebody like gasped <laughs> I was like that's you that's, know, always a good sign yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh I'll get the correct uh title for it <laughs> I think that's right I think that's what it is but yeah but it, yeah, definitely. And and what I, what we were talking about is that, it's it's nice when you find books like that. Or I imagine that it's nice for parents, when the book is something that an adult can appreciate yes. on a level that the kids probably aren't picking up. Totally. But you know, because if you're just especially with kids, you have to read the same books to them over and over yep. again. Hopefully, it's going to be one that you're going to you be. You don't totally hate. Yes. <laughs> Even if you'll eventually, you probably hate it. But yes. Um, yeah, I, yes. I thought so it was The Little remarkable. Wooden Robot and the Log Princess. Yeah. Highly recommend. Super cute. Um, let's see. So, movies and shows. Mm-hmm. I have a long list. I'm not going to go. I think almost all of them we've talked about at some point. Okay. But I did want to just kind of run through my list because. Yes. Let's go. I won't try to, yeah, have a whole, <laughs> <laughs> have comments for everything. But, no, you can totally, but. <laughs> Um, I'm going to start with the ones that I saw most recently, um, The Matrix Resurrections, mm-hmm. which even as we, I watched it with my sister, even as we were like pressing start, <laughs> we were like, it's going to be okay if this is terrible. We won't have our hearts broken. <laughs> yeah. We had very, very limited yes. hopes That's about this. Good for you. Um, but it, if you're a Matrix fan, I was like... Matrix super fan when, mm-hmm. in 1999 when that film came out, the mm-hmm. first one. The other two broke my heart. Yeah. Because it just didn't live up to the promise of the first one. Mm-hmm. And so this one, while it is not, you know, the original. Right. It very knowingly, winkingly mm-hmm. is kind of recreating some of that spirit from the first one. Okay, cool. And so... Um, we thoroughly enjoyed it. It was very good. Do you, and I funny. Need... It was mo- way funnier by far than I the always original. appreciate that, especially like an action or sci- you know, something that's a little bit more, I don't know, serious. Yes. I don't know. Love my, uh, yeah, love my comedy. Yeah. Any at all times. But I was going to ask, so do I need to watch the first one or even the first three to understand this one or follow it? Or like, what's it like if you just dive in? I've seen them. You can just dive in. I just have not seen them all. But you can just dive in. It refers back to the previous... In fact, it includes footage from the previous films. Okay. So I think it does give you enough of a taste of that. Like, even if you were just starting it without having seen any of the others, it's not going to have the same meaning, but you would be able to follow it. It's not totally lost on you. No, no. Cool. No, you can... In fact, at a certain point, at certain points, we were like, are they giving this too much of the like how yeah, much of this are we gonna yeah. see we, we know we saw the first one you know okay, okay. Um, yeah I kind of hate that whenever I am 
in the know. And they do that in series yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um, but, but this one, it was like giving a twist to some of that original stuff. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. I said, it's like knowingly was doing this. Yeah. So at first we were concerned, but then it <laughs> okay. made sense as okay, it cool. went along. Good to know. Uh, and then recently we've talked about Tick, Tick, Boom. Mm-hmm. Um, musical, mm-hmm. really good. Um, I can't remember if we talked about The Power of the Dog. But um, I don't remember. it's a really slow-moving, <laughs> dark uh, Western with Benedict Cumberbatch as the oh. main character or one of them. I think I know what you're talking about now, but I can't remember yeah. if we talked about it. It I I really have never seen anything quite like it mm-hmm. because the whole movie. I mean, it's like halfway through it. I just it was I was like, this is a test. Can I finish this? So. <laughs> oh gosh, is Kirsten Dunst in it? <laughs> yes. Okay, I yes. do know what you're talking about. Sorry, keep going. And her real life husband is the third. Oh, lead. interesting. Okay. And so he, I can't think of his name, but he and Cumberbatch play brothers. Yes. And she's the wife of the. Of the other guy, no, okay. not Benedict. Okay. Um, and it just builds to like the last two minutes of the film, and then you go, oh, okay. This okay. is all worth it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about worth it, but it, I could see, okay, it was like, okay, yeah, that, yeah. I, now I get it. Um, and I've never really experienced a film like that, and I think. I think that's what is coming through. I've looked at a lot of reviews of it because yeah. I was just curious. And that seems to be what people are taking from it. They're mm-hmm. like, okay, you know, it, it, now we get what they doing. were doing. Yeah, I see what y'all were trying to do. But, um, I don't know. At my advanced age, I'm very <laughs> conscious of every passing moment of my life. <laughs> and so, you're like, hey, do I, I want to do this? Well, what yeah. could I have done with that time? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Could we have just given me the summary and then show me the last two minutes yeah, yeah, and then yeah. I'd be like, okay. Yeah. Um, no, <laughs> that's I, what I'll do. Yeah. I've sacrificed a lot so that all of us can just <laughs> exactly. make the smart decision. Yes. <laughs> um, but it, I, 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 you know, once yeah. I saw the end, I thought, okay. I'll accept it. I'll accept it. Yeah. I will not, you know, <laughs> kick it out the door or yeah. whatever. It's, I'll, I'll take it. Um, and then I've also talked about the documentary uh, from Questlove, uh-huh. uh, Summer of Soul, uh-huh. which about the 1969 Harlem Cultural Festival. Um, it has footage from that that yeah. is just unbelievable. And um, yeah, it's great, great documentary. And then this is one that I couldn't, rem- I could, couldn't believe was just this year, but Palm Springs. That was this year. That yes. was... I'd need to think about it, but it might have been my favorite comedy of the year. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was good. such a funny movie. It was really <laughs> good. I mean, it was, again, it was one of those that was like, I feel like we've seen this story before, but then you watch it and you haven't. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there, it, it starts out that way for yeah. sure. In fact, there were quite a few f- series and shows that, like um, that. The, it was like a teen version. Map of <laughs> tiny, perfect something. Or yes. Something like that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Very much. Very similar I to that. I didn't watch it, but. I think I think it is a map of tiny perfect things or something oh, okay, like that. Oh, cool. Yeah. I was just kind of saying words <laughs> and hoping they went together. <laughs> well, you did. <laughs> um, and then, of course, Bo Burnham, Inside. Yes. I think I watched that 
I had watched it multiple times. I for sure. Really, really loved. Yeah. <laughs> and it's another one that I've thought about a lot. It's the oh, the music is catchy. The music is good, and I. If I'm sitting at home and not and like doing something else, and then I think about it, yeah, I turn it on, yeah, because I'm it's like, so good. I need to hear that again. Anything and everything, <laughs> all of the time. I mean, yes. I'm gonna sing that for the rest of my life. <laughs> oh yeah, there's so many things like that. Yeah. It just really, um, he's gonna have a hard time topping that. Yeah, is what no, I'm gonna say. Was that his magnum opus? Because <laughs> then, right, he's like 30 years old. Yeah. <laughs> he literally turns 30. I know. I know. During. Um, well. But that's, that's, for a lot of us, we go downhill after that, Oof. you know? 31, <laughs> downhill from here. Oh, yeah. Me. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, because then I looked, because I had, I had, you know, thought, oh, he's amusing, because he's been, or he'd been doing, yeah. um, you know, stand-up acts for, since mm-hmm. he was a teenager. Yeah. And I remember <laughs> thinking, oh, that's funny. And then I looked back and watched some of them. Yeah. Eh, they're Okay. They yeah, don't hold up as well. It's been a while. Um, but this really, I think, is going to have lasting impact. And it's such a, like, almost literally a time capsule yeah. of the pandemic. The so pa- Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it, <laughs> so funny and vulnerable and, I mean, like, really kind of shocking at times mm-hmm. and um, worrying at times. <laughs> but anyway, it was... Something for everyone. It really is, yeah. That's so funny. It's great. And then there's, um, as I mentioned, Made for Love, which is the same actress from Palm Springs. And she's married to this, like, tech bazillionaire, and they live in, like, a bubble, Mm -hmm. basically. And she escapes because she doesn't want to live this weird, Mm -hmm. you know, "Quote unquote perfect, mm-hmm. untouchable lifestyle." Um, so it's it's also funny and yeah, pretty wild. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then on the drama side, there's Mayor of East Town, mm. which was good. Yes, it was. Um, you, which it's not really drama. You is um, it was season three came out yes, this year. That's right. That's right. And. <laughs> It's dark, mm-hmm. but it's funny. It's meant to. It's it's played so that it's funny, right? And um, but if you just like take like this is what happens in this episode, like, you'd be like, wow, oh, that's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's uh, like a Dexter kind of dark yeah. humor. Yeah, it's one I need to jump back into. Yeah, uh, let's see. And Search Party is similar to that. Yeah, it is. Oh yeah. And that has another final season coming out like next week or something and then really soon that's what um, i have to get back into too i think when i was watching it something happened that made me feel uneasy and sometimes i'll just turn <laughs> things off I definitely when that, that happens yeah. and i did that and then i think you told me about like no you need to yeah, yeah stick with it and yeah so i need to it's enjoyable it and no, it did it went fully off the rails i mean it yeah. went so hard yeah to like yeah. some other realm yeah um but i want to know what's going to happen uh-huh, so uh-huh. And then um, Ted Lasso, which is another yes. one that I did not have any expectations for. I did not think I was going to like it. It's about soccer. No, I know. <laughs> or, you know, it's about a soccer team. And I just thought, that's why are people consuming this? So, like, why are they yeah. love this so much? And then I watched the first two seasons, and I fully got it. And then at the end, this last, like, the, the yeah. most recent, yeah. like, episodes. I haven't finished 
so I'm not gonna say yeah. any spoiler, yeah. but I, it it took a turn. Okay. So, I don't know. We'll have to see. I'm open-ish. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was such a delightful surprise. It's funny because um, Summer, who works here at the library, I'm sure people know Miss mm-hmm. Summer, mm-hmm. Uh, she was the first person who ever told me about it. And, <laughs> like, I remember her telling me what it was about, and I was like, it's funny that Summer's watching. Like, you know, because, again, it doesn't <laughs> seem like something. This sports show. Yeah, yeah. And, but her, she, I would say she has similar television taste to mm-hmm. you and I. Mm-hmm. And um, so I always had that in the back of my mind. I was like, well, Summer really liked it. If she so, likes it, then yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I'm yeah, glad I listened to her because it's lovely. Yes. Um, and then there was um, WandaVision. That's right. Which yeah. I really enjoyed. I and I'm too. not a fan of all the, I mean, I'm not a, like against mm-hmm. the whole universe Marvel, or whatever, the yeah. Marvel stuff. But um, I was not a super fan and I didn't know much about those characters at all. Yeah. And, uh, it took me a little bit to get into it, yeah. but once I knew what they were doing, I was about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, like it's beautiful to look at. It's shot in it this was. really unique way, and the, it's funny and Elizabeth touching. Elizabeth Olsen is so talented. I mean, her. You know, she plays the this sort of cliche like mom on you know these <laughs> like different I don't know eras of sitcom Sitcoms, moms, yeah. and she nailed every single one. I mean, the motions, the cadence in her voice. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, I just, I'm such a, I became such a fan of hers because of this show. Yeah, and playing something that's kind of broad like that, where yeah. you're like the, you know, 50s housewife yeah. or whatever, but then having like this real subtle emotion yes. that comes through that, that's that's pretty Hard amazing. Hard to do, yeah. yeah. Um, then there was Squid Game. <laughs> Which I never watched. Oh, I'm not recommending uh, that people watch it, but it was such a huge thing. Oh my gosh, thing. a moment in time. Yeah. <laughs> like Everybody that I know binged it. Yeah. And I'm sure maybe some people didn't, but everybody I talked to said, I sat down to watch it and I just watched the whole thing. Yeah, Nick started watching it without me, which is why I ultimately haven't watched it i just don't think it's one i want to watch alone but i think he sort of resented me a little bit because he had to turn it off when i got home from work mm. <laughs> like couldn't keep watching it. oh no i would have just so i, I would have said you go into another right uh, yeah <laughs> that's true love right there yeah in fact in fact some of the people that i've talked to have been couples where only one of them watched it yeah and uh yeah it's definitely you have to have the stomach for it, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's one, like, I think I'd need a buffer person to mm-hmm. kind of, like, tell me when this is over kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely one that you're watching through your fingers, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I don't usually like that kind of, and I'm, again, I can't can't really say that I liked it. It's not something that people would enjoy. Yeah, it's um, just, it's a, okay, I mean, think about, like, I think I even, the first time we brought this up, like, Kind of like, you know, it's a Hunger Games situation. Like, there yes. will be one, you know, one left. Yeah, yeah. And again, I don't like that, but I'm is fascinated. Because fascinated still has, like, a positive <laughs> connotation think, in a way. Yeah, um, well, like, car wreck. Yeah, like, you can't look yeah, away. Kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I think that that's what most people got out of it, is mm-hmm. that it is something that it's holding up a mirror to society. Yeah. We all know that, yeah. you know... A lot of these things, there are atrocities that happen in the world, and right. this is like putting it in the form of a yes, yes, a yes. game. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's rough. Um, 
And then, let's see. Oh, Why the Last Man. That yes. Oh, my gosh. This I year. just realized I'd never went yeah. back and finished that series. Yeah. And I was so, watching, like, five things at once, I think, when I did. I, there were so many things I that came out like at the same it. time. I remember. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and it kind of ends a little abruptly, and there's, they're going to do more of it. <laughs> okay. But okay. Um, yeah, it was kind of like, did I watch the last episode of that? <laughs> Yeah, I did. I, and I guess I even went back and yeah. said, oh, okay, yeah. Man, yeah, because I got, yeah, we got into that. But it's based on a graphic novel that I liked years and years ago, and, uh, or, yeah, a series of graphic novels. Mm-hmm. And it's a good premise. It is. It's uh, Basically, if you're not familiar, it's about, um, again, like a, a weird pandemic kind of thing hits, but it strikes all of the men mm-hmm, and male of all the species. Yep. And, um, <laughs> which that's heavy. That, exactly. And, <laughs> I mean, just, it's just so it's many another, things. Yeah. It's another, just, oh my gosh, <laughs> scenario. So only females are left except for this one guy. This one guy. And his monkey. Who is a male monkey. Who's <laughs> a male monkey. And so. <laughs> <laughs> Not a monkey that delivers mail. <laughs> M A L E monkey. He's a smart monkey. Maybe monkey's he can. So cute. <laughs> Tiny little male truck. Yeah. <laughs> but it's another one that you know it's dark, but there is some humor in there. Yeah. And it flashes back to like this poor guy. He was not a winner in his life, you right. know. And it's like kind he's of kind like, of in, why is he? You know, he does magic. <laughs> That's you know? right. Yeah. His name is Yorick. <laughs> his parents hated him clearly, and because um, it's Shakespeare references, right? So yep. his sister is a hero. That's right. And <laughs> they're both named after Shakespearean yep. characters, yep. but he gets Yorick, the who's, which is a skull. Yeah, well. In Hamlet. So. I was going to say, it could have been like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Mercutio would maybe be worse. I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, there are plenty worse that you could be. But, but like, Yorick is not, even, he's not even a character. It's yeah. just a, a reference. But it's fitting for this character because he is kind of like the inverse. You know, he's the only one that's left alive. Yeah. But, um, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, that's good. Cool. And then uh, Nine Perfect Strangers, uh-huh. which was imperfect, yeah. <laughs> but, but still worth it's watching. one I didn't finish. Yeah, it, it, was, it was worth watching. Yeah, it well, better. and I was going to say, don't take that me not finishing something doesn't necessarily mean anything. I just have like you said, there's a, a lot, lot going on, yeah. and my mind wanders, and I have terrible memory on top of yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's hard to keep up with all the things. Yeah, it is. But that one was a... I didn't read the book, so I can't compare the two. And I kind of I kind of want to... might want to read the book before I I didn't read the, the book series. either. Really? Uh, no. Okay. Um, I'm not a... Leanne Moriarty, I think. Yeah, is, yeah. It's super popular, but yeah. I just haven't ever really gotten into her books. So I've read a few. Um, anyway. But, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's another one where the tone is very... Mm-hmm bizarre Mm -hmm. and it's got lots of comedic actors yeah um like oh my gosh what's her name um oh my gosh we're both just staring at each other (laughs) you know uh from gilmore girls not one of the mains but she was originally on gilmore girls and then was on like 
Anyway, you probably are out there screaming. Melissa it. McCarthy. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Melissa McCarthy's in it. And it reminded me of, like, we talked recently about mm-hmm. um, the uh, Shrink Next Door. Mm-hmm. The, is that what it's called? Yeah, the Shrink Next Door. Yeah. Um, with Will Ferrell and Paul, Paul Rudd. Rudd yeah. And they're all playing, like, dramatic character, dramatic roles. <coughs> characters that have like major problems but there's something maniacal about their just like their eyes and the fact that that you can see this like simmering humor and wit underneath all of it right and And melissa mccarthy has the same thing and i was i was gonna say sometimes i feel like your sort of uh comedics i don't know comedic skills can be handy in that way like especially if you're supposed to be like i don't know putting across this maniacal um (laughs) <laughs> yeah, crazy-eyed person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I think that, yeah, like, comedy can come oh, in handy. Oh, sure, yeah. yeah. But, uh, so, you know, there's there's that. Um, let's <coughs> see. Oh, Only Murders in the Building. Yeah. The Steve Martin, Martin Short. That one was fun. It was fun. Mm-hmm. It was another one that was, you know... I don't know, not perfect. And after the, it, by the end of it, I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Because there was a lot of, it was a little redundant. Yeah. You know, because they like, there's red herrings and they get, right. you know, go down the wrong path a few times. And It was one that I, I didn't really feel the need to binge, but no. I, st- and I didn't, and mm-hmm. I still watched it all the way through. Like <laughs> I, you know, it was just kind of like, oh, this is nice. I wasn't devastated that I couldn't binge it. Yeah. Um, you know, it wasn't, I don't know. There but wasn't they, any, any kind of immediacy. It, right, right, yeah. right. And and they did, I mean, they did end it in a way that I was, I don't know, something they had kind of brought up at the beginning and then, mm-hmm. you know, you forget about and then bring it, they bring it back up. And um, so I'm like interested to see what happens next, but yeah. 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 No, it, it, was it was cute. Nice. Yeah. Martin Short was the star of the show. <laughs> For sure. He only eats dips. His, his, I mean, I really want to adopt that. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I love dips. <laughs> hummus. Uh, yeah. Just all day, every day. Salsas. <laughs> Guacamole. I mean, give me the dips. <laughs> Fondue. Yeah, give yeah. me the dips. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. And anyway, yeah, never even showed him, like, is he using I know. vegetables yes, to I know. get the dips? Because like, I want to be clear. I don't want just, I'm not going to eat hummus with a spoon <laughs> you gotta get something good i need for the you. partner yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and then there's another one that i'm like currently watching that's not finished its end yet but it's um yellow jackets oh and what is that <sighs> it's christina ricci juliette lewis uh-huh. and um some other really great actresses and they play people about women about my age that okay. 20 years ago were these uh, superstar high school champion soccer players. Oh, uh-huh. And they get on a <laughs> private plane to fly to the national championships and their plane crashes in the mountains. Oh. And um, <laughs> I want to say hijinks I... ensue, but it is really I dark. I think I do vi- remember you bringing up now yes. Okay, I, yes i talked about it i think after i'd only watched the first episode yes i do remember because i kind of said you know they did that show the wilds not that long ago yes it was kind of is this the grown-up version of it is definitely in that same vein okay except this goes like a more dark supernatural maybe Ooh. way 
that one we don't I didn't I didn't watch it but I remember yeah. being yeah. intrigued after you watched it yeah so <laughs> it's it is wild okay. um but I'm 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 there for it I'm okay. ready Noted. And it's another one that they're only doing one a week, so you can't. I haven't uh, been to it, but I'm mm. I'm waiting for it whenever it comes mm. out. Um, and it like from the first, from the get go, you can tell what you what you're in for. Cool. It's not. It doesn't trick you. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, so you get from the first scene <laughs> what is going to happen. Um, what is it streaming on? I want to say HBO. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And then, oh, one final show to mention is Umbrella Academy. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, was that this year? Yeah. Or season? the most recent season. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's I, another one that... I really enjoyed it. I didn't expect to. Because I, I didn't... I didn't... I wasn't falling out of my seat for the first one. Right. But I really... The second season was better. Yeah. It, it really, and I, I'm looking forward to seeing same, what they do. Same, So, that's pretty much it. That's 2021 right there in a, in a nutshell. <laughs> and uh, next we'll do, we'll talk about, obviously, we haven't seen or read or heard of any of these things, except we're looking forward, looking forward to, to 20, yes. 2022. That's yes. a mouthful. It really is. <laughs> and I keep getting things from people that are saying, like, 2020 comma two two yeah and no, we don't want that funny no. <laughs> we need to come up with a new way of saying yeah. it um but anyway that's what's coming next yep here we go so stay tuned see you on the other side <laughs> bye bye <laughs>